0: Hello, people of the world, and welcome to The Small Hoop. (laughs) My name is Julie Picasso.
1: My name is Brandy Gomez. My
2: name is Nicodemus Robles.
0: And we are your hosts of this brand new... um, First episode. The first episode of this brand new show... um, uh, can you can you can you both of you give your uh a brief introduction?
1: Um, my name is Brandy. Um, you guys can call me B. Who do you play for? I play for the Texas Heat Hill Country. Country.
0: Yeah. And what is your position?
1: And I am a chaser, beater, and seeker.
0: I didn't know that last part.
2: <laughs> oh God, I am a seeker.
0: And then Julie, I'm, uh, I'm a beater. I play for Texas State. This is my second year playing.
1: This is also yeah. my second year playing.
2: And I'm I'm Nico, and I go, I play for Texas State, and I'm a beater. I've been playing for, since like 2019, I think. So.
1: Damn. Damn. 2018,
2: 2019, yeah.
0: And you were on Team Mexico.
2: Yeah, long. Well, yeah.
0: What happened with that?
1: What do you mean,
2: what happened with that? We got third place.
1: Let's go. Pick.
0: Third out of third place.
1: Well, this year. Because
0: it was United States, Canada, Mexico, no?
2: Canada had two teams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who was in second place?
2: Canada, one team. I think Canada, West or East.
0: So you beat Canada's B team, is what you're saying. Oh, God.
2: Okay, it was East, West. All right. So I don't know which one was which.
0: Clearly, we have the best and brightest here. Um so today we're going to talk about um this tournament uh, two tournaments that happened this past weekend. We're, the day is January 29th, 2023. And yesterday was Brooms on the Brazos hosted at Baylor University. And Heroes versus Villains was hosted at Where was it hosted?
1: Um UCLA, it's going to be in California. Oh.
0: Losers. Of- yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It was hosted at UCLA.
1: Yes, I believe oh, cool. so, yeah.
0: So we're gonna talk about that and how we feel um about those. So
1: just our thoughts and input.
0: Yeah. So um
1: You you can go first if you want. You want
2: to, heroes versus villains first.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's start with Heroes versus Villains.
2: Okay, so <clears throat> let's see. We have I think a total, of.
1: first off, which Texas teams went to,
2: so, uh, UT.
1: Okay. UT, UT
2: went to heroes versus
0: just UT. And what were all the teams that went to heroes versus?
2: Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be all of them, but so it's UT Cal, Arizona state, UCLA, let's see, Michigan,
0: hmm. UCLA, Creighton um cal is ucla right or is it no cal is different. cal state
1: it's caltech caltech oh. i think it should be
0: okay well the finals was creighton yeah the
2: finals Creighton versus uh ut mm-hmm. um it was 125 to 40.
0: And what was the score of the of their game earlier in the day? Because they played Creighton and UT played twice.
2: Sorry, it's all on an Excel sheet here. So Uh, So. yeah, UT was doing pretty good throughout the tournament.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, UT kind of Texas. Yeah, yeah, they kind of swept. So, what do you think about that?
1: Honestly, I. I would have wanted to be there to see uh, both Creighton and UT play against each other. I think both teams are a good matchup. Um, Creighton has really, really good beaters. Um, Their beaters have... They're very, very dominant. Um, And then you have UT beaters as well. They're very dominant people. Um, You got Kaiser. I believe one of the best college beaters. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's he's a tough tough one to, to put down
0: yeah what do you think um well when when Creighton came down to Diamond Cup I didn't really know what to expect but Emmanuel Bustos who plays for Texas State was meat riding them pretty hard so <laughs> oh
1: God, yeah
0: so but, but I didn't he I did, did not, ex- I, did not I did not I did not expect them to like whoop as much ass as they did
2: I think my my expectation for right now, I mean, obviously, we're not at nationals yet, but I think they're gonna be one first or second for nationals.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be a really really uh, tough team to beat. Um, they just have so much, so much intensity in their in their team.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you pull up the, the the eighth man ranking? The latest eighth man ranking. Yeah. Because I think that's pretty valuable. Because U- cause UT was still pretty high up there. I don't remember if they put UTSA over UT.
2: You have a laptop. Why do you tell me to search this? Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that would be interesting considering like what we saw yesterday at Brooms on the Brazos. Which was... Well, UTSA won Brooms on the Brazos and lost... Only once to Sam Houston. Sam Houston.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Honestly, overall, the whole tournament was a really, really interesting tournament. I think everyone did great. Mm-hmm. Um. Congrats to UTSA for winning. It's well yeah, deserved.
2: So, for the unfortunately for the um, heroes versus villains, we just have um, the USQ sheet, which just has all of the sc- the rank or the scores. We don't have the bracket. We just have the games played, so it's a little harder to read. But we were able to make a bracket because we were at Brooms um, to understand more how it went. So, yeah. So, for Brooms on the Brazos, we have – there was two pools. And we had UTSA, um, Texas State, and Southwest Alliance. That was going on official in one pool. And in the other pool, we had uh, Sam Houston, Baylor, and A&M and o- slash OSU. They went to, came together to create a team. And the other pool B. So, coming out of pool play – um, pool A ranking, it was UTSA, Texas State, Southwest Alliance. And then Pool B ranking was um, SHSU, um, AM, OSU, Baylor for Pool B ranking. Through, um, I guess we're just going to skip, obviously, finals uh, Sam Houston versus UTSA, and UTSA won uh, 160 to 140. So the final score ranking for all the teams, it was UTSA with the overall uh, four to one. Uh, Sam Houston, also four to one. Texas State, two to two, and A&M OSU, uh, one three. And then we have Baylor and uh, Southwest Alliance at fifth and sixth.
0: How do you feel about Sam Houston's performance? Because that was pretty impressive.
1: I was really, really impressed with Sam Houston. Um, I think this was like one of the first tournaments I actually got to watch them play. they really, really um, broke down each team's defense, um, I think.
0: Did you see the first game against UTSA?
1: I did. I did. Um, they dominated their beaters a lot um, and kind of destroyed their defense. Uh, the defense was really lost in what they were doing. Yeah, so um, c-
2: coming out of pull play, there was a cross- play which is the first time UTSA and Sam Houston played against each other that day yeah and Sam Houston won that game so
1: yeah that one um, yeah their beaters uh, really got on the UTSA the I think Connor was Connor and Javi had a little heated moment um, it was basically like mm-hmm. just watching Connor and Javi play in that game um, yeah and when they lost I, I know Javi wanted to face him again in that final final game um but it was really really interesting to watch them both play um their offense really really moved the ball around and you know hayden he will score if you give him any time to of space um
0: it was interesting playing against utsa after they came off of that loss that first loss from sam houston
1: yeah, UTSA was were, really
2: Cuz they do because they lost that game, they were the second seed into Racket play and Texas State, we were seed 3, so we had to face them off in racket play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, UTSA was really frustrated. I do know that. Um and Texas State really wanted really wanted it. You could you could tell um their chemistry and their intensity in that game was a nail-biting, honestly. Watching Texas State play, I think that was one of the best uh performances I've seen from Texas State. Um. Even though they didn't have a full ro- full roster, very, very little subs, especially um, with their girls, I do know that um, towards the end, Kat got hurt, Yeah. and they had to play with one man down, um, but... That was
0: pretty scary. Yeah. We thought we might have to, like, forfeit or something.
2: Yeah, I remember, I was on the pitch when that happened, and I turned to Jay, and I was like, I think we might have to forfeit, because... But they... Some if the head ref allows it, or I'm not sure about the rule, but they allowed us to play. We had to play with one chaser down until she was able to come back, and they cleared her to play again. Basically, but yeah, we had to play a little bit there for her man down.
1: Yeah, honestly, kudos to Texas State to uh, for taking advantage of that um, of getting UTSA when they were down. Um, UTSA did not expect that, honestly, and not. I'm pretty sure they did not expect that. Uh, they seemed really nervous and frustrated. Um, but Texas State really showed up, and I feel like for a moment there they could have won. What do you think? Yeah, you I think playing? I.
0: Th- I mean, it was only a snitch pull that won. Um, so. You think
1: that that snitch pull determined the game?
0: No, I think I, d- I think our lack of subs, my lack of subs, term determined the game, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It was was close. I really, I always, until the game ended, I was thinking like, "Oh, it's still possible." I was playing with that mindset. What do you What did you think while you were playing?
2: Um, I I actually thought about a little more, but I think like having like less people is like mathematically. I feel like it's a or like teamwork wise, it's a good thing because like less people. To like work
0: with, work with and work with. around, yeah,
2: work around. When but then like we have to we face the reality of like hey we don't have anyone to sub in for different, certain things. So yeah, we got tired out pretty, lot like pretty quickly. I
1: yeah. want to know what you guys like what your mindset was going into that game versus UTSA. Did you guys think that it was going to be a pretty close game?
0: Well, um I know I felt like pretty terrible after the first game. So we came in. We came to the tournament in our first game. We played UTSA.
2: Yeah, and that first game against UTSA, when they were in our pool, it was um, 155 to 70.
3: Yeah,
0: so it was, it was not very close. So I wasn't, I wasn't feeling. And I didn't think personally I did the best that first game against UTSA. But I think I, I really improved over time throughout the day. I think I I. It became easier dealing with the fact that I didn't have a sub and dealing with the fact that I would just have to be on the majority of the time.
1: Yeah, it's it's rough when you have very, very um, little subs. I know um, I play with Heat and we went to CCI with just two girl chasers and two girl beaters. It was just like, what, 10 minutes? Not even 10 minutes, it was like two-minute break. Um, trying to just drink water, get your get a breather. Um one of y'all's beaters, rookie beater Nate McCall, right? That's how you say his last name, McCall. Yep. Um, I he really, really impressed me. I did see him play at Diamond Cup, which you know, really new at the game. But um that man that man has an arm. Mm-hmm. He can throw, he is intense, he is aggressive, he's got it all. Um I think he just needs a little bit of more experience to get you know get there. Yeah. But he was a threat, and
0: yeah, Nate's always been like kind of a natural. I think. Um,
1: very very athletic. I, yeah, he's very he's not
0: athletic. Afraid to be aggressive. Yeah, and I think he's very he's very smart with how aggressive he is and the decisions he makes on on pitch. And he even um, because I was very tired, and so I'd often be beating with him. And he'd know that, I was like out of it like crazy out of it and he um kind of took charge for most of that second ETSA game when I was on pitch he'd be like do this or go behind or um can you he help me beat this chaser out
1: I mean um, I want to give some credit to Nico yeah. you know his yeah uh, Nic- beater captain um I also saw you working out there Nico that was I think that was one of your best games um you really really dominated in that game um I know Javi can be a a tough yeah. Beater, um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel going up against Javi? Oh,
2: Javi, well, you're listening, man. You, you don't make it easy. I'll say that right now. He does, does not make does it easy. He does not make it easy. Yeah, but I love playing against him. He's a good player. So, um, yeah. I want to give a shout-out to you know, o- A&M and OSU because we played against them in our cross-pool play. Mm-hmm. And well, we, won- um, I don't, we don't have the score for that game in front of us right now, but we won that game. But they did... They didn't make it easy, and they still have a lot of new players. We had a lot of stoppage of game because of, like, incorrect sub-off. Um, but, you know, shout to them for still, like, getting a program together and, like, still showing up to this tournament.
0: Yeah. Apparently that was the first time they had met each other, like when they arrived about, yeah. to the, the like, tournament. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm happy to that's see That's very cause... impressive that um, they worked so well with each other.
1: They adapted really, really well, um, yeah. very quickly.
0: Who did they play first? Do you know? Um,
1: I think they played us. Baylor. Oh, played okay. Baylor I thought they played Swag mm. first. Yeah.
2: No, cause was Who won it? that game? Um, I think they won that game. The only game was Baylor. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And shout out to Baylor for hosting the
0: tournament.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Baylor. Yeah, Speaking
0: know. of which, we have an interview with Caleb Williams, the captain of the Baylor team that we're going to kind of live react to right now.
2: Yeah, let's, so, take, a, let's take a listen. Yeah.
0: In the first part of the interview, Caleb mainly talked about his alumni and how his um, organization kind of connects with our alumni. Like right after the tournament, um, Baylor had an alumni game where they played um, like 2013 Quidditch, which was pretty interesting. And so that that was mainly what um, we didn't feature in what we're about to show you. Um, but if you want to watch the full interview with Caleb Williams, you can watch it on the Patreon. So go to our Patreon.
2: Um, so talking about this tournament, how do you think uh was good and done? How do you feel about it?
3: I thought it was really well. We had a ton of really good matches. Uh, this was A&M's first, Texas a and and OS Oklahoma State's combined first official tournament of the year they came out they played really hard they played Sam Houston who I think is one of the top team top 10 teams in the nation like first like 10 minutes there was not a score on either side um so we saw some just really good teams UTSA Sam Houston both top 10 teams played twice today and they traded wins uh Sam Houston won the first one UTSA won the second one I think both came down to next score wins are very close to it um Great games, and then um, I love just getting to get out and get experience for my team. It's really nice to not have to drive anywhere. Uh, wake up at 7:30 in the morning for a Quidditch yeah. tournament which is very nice. Um, so getting out here, getting experience with the team, we have a we have a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores. Just getting them to learn how to play the game, learn how to play together. And that's it. Was a really good day. Um, could not have really wished for it to go any better. So
0: like they, t- uh, Caleb just said something that was interesting. He talked about how his program is very young, and it's mainly uh, freshmen and sophomores. So, like, um, and that's something that last year, most of the people on the team were part of my kind of recruiting class. And so, I think that's the state team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's pretty interesting. How like, it seems to be kind of a common problem. Like, post post COVID, a lot of programs
2: uh, like every college right now is like how to deal with this gap
0: yeah yeah of like like before covid like the program was like booming but now it's kind of they're just trying to rebuild like it's
1: hard to uh, get recruitment and hard to promote Mm
0: Mhm. okay but how do you what do y'all think happened like why why post covid are programs failing to recruit um well you nico you're old (laughs) as fuck So <laughs> you probably would know better than anyone You're the one with oh
1: the God. most what's experience. what's
2: happening.
0: Um,
2: well, so as the like. I remember with our program during COVID, the only thing that was allowed to continue really was we had these like pods.
1: Yeah, I was I was were, like, I was actually um, part of in Quid- Yeah, I was yeah. part of uh, Maya's pod. Um, we had our own ball. We had our own broom. It was kind of sucky. I wasn't people, gonna come how many, back. How
2: many people? Because I I actually I only I, had like, took a break from Quidditch during that because I was like
1: I only had four other people in my pod. Yeah, it was Elena. She no longer plays. Most of actually most of the people in my pod, all of them didn't come back. It was only me and I wasn't gonna come back. I only came back because I got really close to Maya. Um, you know, great person um and she was going to be captain next year so i was really really excited about yeah, that. that um that was the only reason i came back um, i didn't like it um the way it was all like handled you know i couldn't pass the ball to anyone it was just us shooting and them teaching us about the game and honestly i've been playing for 2 years now and i still don't know the rules i just play <laughs>
0: that's a, that's interesting what you said you said you took a break from quidditch during yeah. like the pod stuff it just so, sounded and horrible. You th- and you think, you said, like, a lot of people that were in your pod. Everyone, con- like,
1: they did not come back.
0: So do you think maybe, like, the the Quidditch during COVID was just, like, so terrible and so lame that so, uh, people it wasn't just didn't want to come main, back?
2: The main thing that, like, the Quidditch sport is is fun, and I like playing the sport, but, like, what keeps, like, what makes Quidditch, Quidditch is, like, what happens, like, before the tournament and after the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of the social stuff, like hanging out with people and like the people who attract this weird sport, like kind of like we hang out together and we like do dumb shit and have a good time. And when you can't, when you take all of that out and just leave, like throwing a ball at a hoop, like that's not, there's nothing left. Right. So
1: that kind of was what makes you want to stay. It's just like the constant bond that you have with your team. It's just like the memories that you want to make you didn't have that during covid it was just basically going to practice with a mask um just shooting through a hoop yeah to practice with the mask having cars yeah having that cars sucks. pass by and yelling at us <laughs> weird names um yeah i i'm glad i came back i made a lot of, i've made a lot of memories um even though it's not with Texas state anymore but um you know i love my team right now <laughs> um how do you feel when you, how did you get uh, attracted to, to To Quidditch? Like, why, why did you come out?
0: I'm honestly not that big of a fan of Harry Potter. Like, I just like, so y'all know I have a scooter. I was scooting on my scooter. Oh, God. Through the, through the quad. And I saw this big tent. Or I saw this banner.
1: It's an electric scooter. Just would like to point that out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. I wish I still had it, but. at my house but i was i was scooting through the quad and i saw this banner that said quidditch and i was like no way whoa and it was it was it was a manual i remember that was at the table i remember
2: you showing up here's the thing i remember you showing up the first practice and you didn't even think it was like a real sport yeah yeah i didn't you came in the button down shirt and and some like nice shorts
0: yeah like cargo shorts i remember like, like like dress shorts Like, like, kind of like what I'm wearing. Like, they were like khaki shorts.
2: I remember letting you borrow my my jacket because it was a sweater. Yeah, a sweater. Yeah, I miss. I don't know where the
0: sweater is. And then I I was wearing sandals. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I needed your cleats too. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when it. That's when it began.
1: The way I found out about Quidditch was through my friend um we were studying and then she was like oh, i gotta got, i gotta get ready and i was like for what and she was like i have quidditch practice and i look at her like with a serious face and i was like there's no way you yeah. play quidditch and i just started laughing and i would make fun of her for a while and then and i now joined who's the one who's playing like... quidditch now <laughs> <laughs> well see i wanted to join the slow pitch um softball team but you but
0: weren't, you weren't good enough
1: i was good shut up no, um I just I didn't like the slow pitch. I didn't like the fact that they had to toss the ball and it was just easy to hit a home run. Um yeah. you know just I just got it like that. Yeah, you could you could do it. Yeah, well. I could do that.
0: You're looking yeah. for a harder sport. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking for something more <laughs> intense. You're looking for something <laughs> with more of a skill ceiling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was kinda intrigued at the idea of Quidditch. Um, obviously not a fan wasn't a fan of the broom in between my legs at the beginning. Um but yeah, well, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm here.
0: You were recruited Pre COVID, right, or during COVID?
1: No, during COVID, I was like. So um...
0: well, how was, how did you get recruited?
1: <laughs> yeah, and got. It uh, was like it, it was,
0: like was pre
2: COVID, right? Yeah, it was pre COVID. It was the most Texas State thing, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a story for another time.
1: Oh God.
0: Yeah. yeah I know the story. I just wanted you to say <laughs> it.
1: Yeah.
2: If, but if the uh, people listening, if you ever see me in person and ask me about it, I'll tell you it in person. Yeah, but that's. <laughs>
0: maybe another time we'll go (laughs) Um, let's continue with the interview what would you say your approach was in um, building them up especially as new players when you yeah
3: so we hosted Great Value Brand uh, back in September and that was amazing for our program um, because they got to stay here for a tournament Um, so it was the first one it's like hey super easy Like, like the barrier to entry of going to the first tournament was super low which um, got people out and like that's always like the biggest thing to get people like dedicated to the program is like bring them to a tournament, let them experience like spending a whole day with the team and going to team dinner and like all of that, uh, all of those fun social aspects, and then get out and compete. Um, obviously. We are uh, one of the newest teams around the Southwest, so it's hard to, it's hard to go out to tournament after tournament and just get smoked and smoked and smoked. But, you know, they fight super hard. We play really close matches that I'm always super proud with. Um, we're getting beat by people that have three or four years on us. Um, so it's like, wow, you can't really be mad at that. Like, it's like, it's like a college team playing an NFL team yeah. or like, I always tell people like we're in the SEC of Quidditch um, where it's like all of the teams around us are like top 20 teams in the nation. And so it's like, yeah, we may be like losing by two or three every game, but like we go play anybody, like the average Quidditch team, we'll beat them by thirty.
0: So Caleb said they that, um, yeah, Baylor loses to every Southwest team, but if they go out of region,
1: They're,
2: not lose, but they, they 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 they
0: win every time.
1: They'd be a matchup.
0: So what do you think? What do you think about that? I don't know if they lose every
2: time, but they—it's difficult every time. It's a fight. I mean, like, I mean, with with Creighton and um, who else is on the top of this list over here? And Rutgers. Um, did I say that right?
0: Yeah, Rutgers. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, Creighton and Rutgers. Um, the story's a little different, but like historically, like Texas has been the strongest region. I know that also, like, the Southwest region's been pretty frustrated when, on the bracket, you have, like, you know, Southwest region, like, has to basically cancel each other out, and the semifinals are more competitive than the finals. Yeah. Um, I know I might be a little biased here because, you know, Texas State, a lot of times it's, like, you know, UT, Texas State final, or semifinals, and that game was way more competitive than the finals were because, you know, we have to, like... Can or uh, eliminate each other, yeah. You know, because we're like forced on the same side of the bracket. I don't know why that happened, but that can be frustrating sometimes. Where like same regions have to take each other out
0: early in earlier rounds. In earlier rounds, yeah. Yeah. Even though like the team that lost in that game would have won against the other yeah, team previous, in the finals, yes. yeah. But do you do you agree that Baylor uh, would perform? much better otherwise if they weren't in the southwest region
2: um i think but, i think so um,
1: do you think their team now or their team their team, now. team, team now. now yeah i think so
2: i think it's going to be an interesting year with um ut not being as dominant. as dominant as they used to be You have. it's a
0: big year for growth with yeah, these have, Southwest teams like Baylor and yeah, A and M,
2: the Southwest in general is not as strong as it used to be. Like that's just, I mean, the, our I mean, even during our, during yeah, our Cup, program you, yeah during Diamond Cup yeah. you saw that. Like imagine mm-hmm. imagine like 20, 2018, we had Diamond Cup and you had another region come in and win the tournament. Right? Yeah. We didn't have a finals we could do to issues with weather. Yeah. But like it was pretty obvious. But like Creighton, Creighton won that tournament. Yeah. yeah. And you know twenty. 2018, 2019 Diamond Cup, that would have been insane, to see a team from outside come to Texas and win it
0: all mm-hmm. against
2: every team they played.
0: Um, Who'd they play? We, they played us, they UTSA, us UTSA,
2: and a uh, club team, right? In a club team, yeah.
0: Oh, or did they? No. They they didn't want to play a club San team.
2: Houston, I think. Let me let me look real quick.
0: Right. They they yeah they got to play three college teams. I can pull it up. Creighton, it up. yeah. Because... They got to play
1: Pegasus, didn't they? No.
2: Creighton. Played
1: UT played State. Pegasus. UT played Pegasus. So
2: Creighton played Texas State. They played Sam Houston and they played UTSA, mm-hmm. and they went against all of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause it, the idea was like, when Emmanuel, the tournament director for Diamond Cup, wanted cl- uh, college teams to have the development opportunity to play club teams for Diamond Cup. And so, like Texas State played, um, we played Heat, Baylor, and Creighton, and we lost all of our games except Baylor. Yeah. So, and that, was, and I think that he, our, our game against Heat was, it was a nice learning experience. I guess. I don't agree. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like the club thing was a little ambitious. Maybe if like. Maybe if Texas or Southwest was in a different state, mm-hmm. but like we said earlier, like they're in a grow. We're like we're in a growing state. Like we are not ready for like what the like we just lost. Like we played Heat, we did not learn anything. I'm gonna be honest, and it really demotivated us afterwards because we just got handed to by by Heat that were After around. we got handed to by after Creighton. we got handed to by Creighton and Heat, were not taking the game seriously either. Um, I mean, they won. Like, they took it seriously. Like, they're going to win the game. But you can tell they were not well, trying.
0: you won the game.
2: Like, they were, they were not trying as yeah. hard, you know? So, it just yeah. felt like we were just being, like, beat up by an adult.
1: But I also feel like that Texas versus Heat game was also, like, a very awkward game. So, it maybe wasn't a learning experience for you because you were on the sidelines and you were upset at your own team. Yeah. But it could have been for other players. Yeah. So it's, like, each person has a different experience. Well, but I so know that, like, most of the players were, like, mad, and they were, like, mad at me, so.
2: I also know that, like, the people who, who they played that tournament, they did not like how it came out, and they quit. Like, that's the last tournament a lot of people played, and then they just stopped coming back. Yeah. Because of the, how that tournament went,
1: like. Well, I would say, like, Chance himself literally told me that he was, like, targeting me that game, yeah. so. And as well as Cash, he was, like, yeah, like, I was trying to, like, one-up you in that whole game yeah
3: so
1: i think that loss against creighton like put you guys down like really bad
0: oh yeah yeah
1: i didn't see that game i i just saw like i was just looking at cat just getting beat not even going past mid pitch i know
2: so and I also have some... I was pretty frustrated, but I wasn't able to
0: play.
1: Because I remember, I remember... He said
0: pretty frustrated and then looked right at me, by the way. I'm yeah, I
2: was noticing. not able to play he does that does that. He does that sometimes. Yeah, he does that When too. he said
1: he's frustrated, he will look at the person that <laughs> frustrates yeah. him. Um, I, I will say that when clear, I used I just want to make it clear, Miranda. I, when when was, I, used I wasn't to, mad at you. Yeah. When I used
2: to play... <laughs> I wasn't mad at you at Well, all clearly, that.
0: she wasn't even fucking playing for us.
1: When I was playing with Texas State, and we would play against um, Heat players, or we would play against uh, Cav um i always take it as a learning experience i personally really liked it i mean i knew i wasn't like it was like i'm not even like matched up to them
0: yeah nico's just like that though he doesn't doesn't need to learn (laughs) just
1: watching them play just watching them play and like look at what they do i just kind of like pick up after that and try to like beat them at their own game Mm -hmm. um but that's just me as a player you know every player is different they learn by like actually like you know, that's what I, I was I, saying. I I, tr- I tried to take form. that
0: away from that heat game as well. I agree with
2: people with more years, but our team had way like a lot of freshmen on it. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Like maybe for like I would be fine playing against, and also people like like you who have a couple of years. But like I think half of our team was more than half of the team was freshmen. Yeah, you know where this was their this was their second or third tournament after breakfast taco and <clears throat> revalue.
1: Do you think it just has the tournament itself or some other team problems off the pitch? I mean like we we talked about how uh teams like you know people stay yeah. because of like you know the social part of it, the before and after the tournament.
0: So you, so do you think like the on-pitch stuff it can also be a motivating factor or an unmotivating factor for people when it comes to retention and recruiting yeah i think so because some people just want to be in a competitive sport and like they just like i think
2: also just like i like looking back at that i would have rather played like sam houston or utsa because we. you want
1: to play the the teams that you're actually going to see at nationals yeah
2: Yeah. maybe there's a lot there's a lot of undercurrent stuff but i know just thinking about it, well, it, it would have ma- been, been way yeah. better for if
0: if the weather hadn't stopped us from doing oh, more games, sure, yeah. then that probably would have been the case, and we could have had like had our cake and eaten it too. But I,
1: just- I do know that UTSA was a little upset, um, you know, nothing serious, uh, a little upset at the fact that they had to play you guys again in the. Uh, Broom's tournament yeah. because they wanted to play a different team. Play. Yeah, they wanted to play a different team. I believe they wanted to play A&M, you know, the the merged team. Um, just did they so not that play they them? Could... No, they did not get to play them. Um, but they wanted to play a different team just to get, you know, a different...
2: Yes, I, I, I understand that. But also, this was the first and second time we've ever played them for this whole season. You know, UTSA, Texas yeah. State. So we there's been... Four tournaments. This is the fourth tournament here in, in the Southwest. Right, four. Great value. Burquestaco Diamond Cup. Yeah. And then Brooms. So.
1: Finally, oh, yeah, no, another interview?
2: thing. Another thing that Baylor does to reach out is they have a, um, a monthly.
0: Like newsletter. a yeah,
2: monthly newsletter they send out up to keeping them up to date on what they're up to, and I think that's a good idea. That might be something we.
0: We're we might implement in our, our program, State, yeah. and we think that.
2: But I think that's something that yeah. I appreciate, too, because, like, hey, they... Take gradu- care of... Yeah, take- they graduated, and they still want to know, and Facebook is not the, rest, the,
0: the best place for that stuff. Yeah, that's where a lot of that stuff, like, kind of generally lives.
3: Yeah,
2: and then also, because not a lot of people, like, Facebook's not as popular as it, mm-hmm. it once was. And then, like, we moved a lot of our communication internally for our program onto Discord, but also that's having its challenges as well, because... Discord is not the easiest user-friendly thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a lot easier. Just everyone has a freaking email. So I think that, may, that might be something we're going we're gonna to do as
0: well. All right. So final thoughts on brooms on the Brazos. Any other players you want to recognize? Oh,
2: yeah. So we have something with it. What... Team had the biggest heart. We're gonna do team awards and then some player awards. So one of the awards, one awards we, we talked about doing for this tournament was the biggest heart for team awards. Um, any new awards you want to add, Brandy?
1: Um, I gotta say Texas State for this one.
0: Um, Let's <laughs> go. Yes,
1: no. Not that I'm biased or anything, but um, I mean whoever saw that uh, UTSA Texas game. Um, where Texas State got third place, uh, they could tell you that it was such an intense game, and it really showed out um how Texas State can play as a team. Um, I think it, again when it was one of their best performances. Um, uh, their chemistry was just like off the charts. Um, I was impressed. You know, I saw players that I used to play with make plays that they've never made. Pl- they've they've never made, pl- they've, never made pl- they've never made before. Um, like who? You, Julie, of course. Um, this intensity that you had—it was like when you black out in practice and try to <laughs> beat against me. <laughs> hey,
0: we don't talk about that. We don't talk about
1: that. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed with all of uh, everyone's performance. Um, Ian stepping it up, you know. Uh, the David. David um, is an amazing captain. I saw him on the sidelines talking to his team as well as Nico. Um, communicating with his beaters um, you know letting them know their blind spots um, motivating them it was a really really um, healthy environment um,
2: i I'd give mine a Baylor I think or maybe not having the best the best outcome but just sticking through all of it through all of the facing some of these teams and
1: and I think that's just Baylor it. overall for you. Um,
0: they didn't have. They also didn't have like the easiest pathway. Yeah, no, to totally, like yeah. uh, get and like a good seed.
1: They're
2: not not
1: giving up. They
2: still they had games to play and they played them. So.
1: I think I see I see I see Baylor in each tournament. Just you know give it their all, um, mm-hmm. and they're just really really fun people yeah. to play against. Um, caps
0: caps and all you know like the little hats yeah, that the they wear. The little helmets. Yeah. Uh, they look sick as fuck.
1: And they're just very very sweet people overall. I love them. Yeah
0: yeah. Oh oh. I saw them play against Southwest Alliance, and they, they did they did really good. They put up a they put up a really good fight.
1: I do know that they have this one player. I, I apologize. I don't know his name, um, but he is some the keeper. T- I do believe he's a keeper. Yes, e- EK he has E-K, some EK is his name. Ta- like he has so much talent and so much potential. Yeah. Um I remember, he playing, definitely, I remember
2: playing. against him during Diamond Cup. I do and, remember. Yeah.
1: um I think it was the great value tournament where i was beating um and i was playing with texas state at the time um and he was definitely a threat um really really hard for me to beat him he's just so swifty um hate to compare but he kind of reminds me of jay uh really really fast player um drives in a lot and he will break your ankles I, why are you guys laughing? Because he was
2: talking about that at the tournament. Oh God! Yeah.
1: No, but yeah, I I do think that he's a, a young J J V and Stewart. Yeah.
0: Um, oh damn! Put some respect on his <laughs> <name>. <laughs> Dropped his government name.
2: His government. Name. Um, really, really quick. Um, Baylor and maybe a couple other teams out there. Please update your USQ numbers because um, we see all your players' names, but I don't see their numbers. So please add those to the yes. USQ stuff. Yeah. So we know who's who. <laughs> um, so, your award? That's
0: my hard. my biggest heart award goes to also Texas State. Oh. I'm going to do that. Oh, oh God. God. I'm that guy. Okay?
1: He is that guy. I also want to give some some uh, recognition to Sam Houston. Um Oh yeah, they're such a. Bonded... I'll do that. I'll do they that instead. S- they are such a bonded nah, team. No, I want to do. Okay, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. They Sam Houston is such a bonded team. Oh god, <laughs>
1: like... no! You see them on the sidelines, just you know, hands over each other's shoulder, just you know, chanting on the sides. By, um... Um, <laughs> <no>. Yeah, <laughs> motivating their teammates. That motivates me and hypes me up on the sidelines, and I'm not even playing. But um.
2: No, they. Yeah, Sam Houston does have very their depth. Yeah
0: their their growth between this season and last season was extra astronomical yeah.
1: astronomical And yeah. the only the Amazing, only person I th- Yeah I had doubt I had doubts yeah. but so Maya,
0: the only the only person that I know who predicted this was Maya yeah, Maya Maya the
2: whole, she was like, "Hey, you got to look out for this team." And I'm going to be honest, I doubted her. I was yeah, like, mm, Yeah, really? I did too. But no. No, she was right. This is yeah, I remember a, a having This is conversations. The, this is
0: her year. This is her, this is their year. Their year. Yeah. Their year. I didn't not, It's also Maya. Put that, put that and every, also year Maya year, yeah, every year is Maya hindbaugh's year. Every year is Maya's year. Um but it's also same Houston's year. Like they they've been putting up a good fight. And, and I other, think team. they I think they have a shot at that. D one bid for regionals,
1: and I think they they really showed that um, in this tournament against UTSA. Um, you, you guys know that UTSA is a really really hard uh, team to beat. Um, and then beating UTSA, we that know that round, they're, yeah. yeah they're never gonna live that down. Sam Houston's yeah. always gonna bring it up. And gonna be some I know I know I know yeah. Jay is gonna gonna have a hard time hearing that.
0: Okay, so we also have the rookie award. So do y'all have any so um, I rookies y'all want to? Uh, yeah. Highlight highlighter point
1: out yes um give me a second i'm trying to find his last name um but Worthy. i want to give my first rookie award to uh nate mccall beater from texas state um, the goat. yeah he made some incredible plays and took that initiative um to to um take charge in the utsa game um i saw him um really matching up to Javi. Um, again, Javi, great beater. Um, and then my second award, I want to give it to... I don't know his last name, but it's going to be Joey from UTSA. He is a chaser um, and a keeper. He... Um, yeah, he... Joey Alvar. Yes. He Alivar. is really good. Yeah. Um, really... Good chemistry with uh, Jay Stewart. Wait, what?
0: I just cut that. Whatever. Oh God. You can't cut it while she's talking. Yeah, that's what I was like.
1: And my second award, I want to give it to Joey. I don't know his last name. I couldn't find it. Um, but Joey from UTSA, a uh, chaser and a keeper, um, was uh, he? He really showed out in that tournament. Um, mates scored a lot against Texas State and Sam Houston. Uh, was making plays with Jay and um, just had really, really good openings and really good plays. Yeah, um, it
0: was great. You definitely. and you attend a lot of their practices, so I do. Like, yeah. He you is... um, you like see their his growth.
1: Yeah.
2: When uh, I think my rookie award kind of goes out to, to a, a team is the, you know, a And M, yeah, OSU. Cause they have a lot of new players and they are they're out there putting up, you know. Not making it easy. But They're so the physical. Yeah,
0: I I love that.
2: No, no
0: fear. Well, I I personally don't love that, but I think yeah. that's really good for I, I that. I didn't appreciate
2: the tackles, but <laughs> you know, know I understand. I understand that. I got punched know.
0: in the face at one point. Um,
1: do you, Do you guys think um a and m being physical I, it's okay. being physical against Texas State has anything to do with, with the last year regionals, or flashbacks to any tournaments? Flashbacks
0: um, to O G. A A and M.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what
0: what's OG A and M like?
2: OG A and M is like a train. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 hits yeah, it hits you. It, it, it hits you. It's <laughs> gonna hit you.
1: What about you, Julie? Like... Who does your record word go to?
0: Um, Ivy Clamens.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, really from Texas
0: out. State. Great, excellent, all day. Her Just... growth.
1: Her growth from the beginning of this year, this mm-hmm. semester not this semester, last semester, um, to now, um, she really, really did step up, um, you know, with the short numbers that you guys have on your team. Um, she was both playing Beater and Chaser this tournament, or just Chaser? No, she...
0: Well, originally the plan was for her to beat sometimes, but um, I just beat. It was just me and Kat, so... And then her and Kat subbing off for Chaser. But she, she made... She was in great position great positioning from her great catches from her um i think she scored did she score
1: yeah she did i i did see her score against um i believe it was swa that you guys were playing yeah
0: yeah she's a trooper she she held it out um definitely gave me and cat some some good rest and um very appreciated
1: that's a good that's a good record award
0: We have another award. Um, I couldn't really think of anything, but Brandy says she has uh, a good contender for this award. This is the Playmaker Award.
1: It's going to be David Avila. Roommate, best friend, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Now, yeah, David Avila, great keeper and chaser. um, Was really, really making great plays in uh, the tournament. Um, I know he was giving Jay a really, really hard time. Um, Jay would get off the field and was like, I'm not about to lose to this team. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for adding you like that, Jay. But, um, yeah, David, you did really good. Um, so this is a well-deserved uh, award for you. Yeah. Nice.
0: All right. with And that brings us to the end of our show. Um, Nico, you have some news about our website and our schedule for this show?
2: We have a website, com, and um, on there we're hoping to put it, or hopefully by the time you listen to this we'll have uh, the brackets for these past tournaments this weekend and so that would be a lot easier to view than looking through some Facebook comments and trying to dig <laughs> out all the scores.
0: <laughs> so the schedule for this show is going to be every other Monday um, hopefully by 5am is when we'll have it all uploaded to um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. If you want to watch the video version of this, or if you want to just listen to us, because that makes sense. Um, and our next episode, which will air on when will it air?
2: On the thirteenth.
0: On it'll, yeah, it'll the air 13th, on the, the morning. 13th. Yeah, the morning of February thirteenth. It will. We will feature drum roll please. Our first guest. Maya Heinebaugh. Love her. Yeah, the and GOAT.
2: And we're going to be goat. going over uh, predictions for... Um, regionals. Regionals, regionals. Regionals, yeah. 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 And hopefully we get, we're going to have some interviews with some captains. And
0: we're gonna be... Yeah, that'll be a really fun episode, so make sure you you uh, tune into that one. And also check out our website. Um, we're also going to have um, some extra content on there. Uh, you'll, you'll find our, our Patreon, some other links to other stuff and yeah thank you for watching this episode the first episode of the small hoop with julie brandy and nico uh, we will see you next time bye, bye. bye. thank you